Hey there, this is Jesse, just popping in before the episode starts. If you notice, this is actually an episode from Limited Theories, the other podcast I do. Uh, I just wanted to put something out instead of the D-Man episode I was going to put out because I just got the 89 update and it turns out it has quite extensive uh, D-Man entry. So I figure instead of just, you know, repeating, repeating myself... Uh, in several months' times, I'll just introduce this audience to the limited theories. It's I do this with uh, Rob Trevino, which you'd probably remember from, like the Plant Man episode and the Trapster episode and many other really good episodes. So yeah, uh, please enjoy. Welcome to Limited Theories, the podcast that looks at comic books too crazy, too terrible, or too awesome to last too long. My name is Rob Trevino, and I'm joined by my co-host in crime, Jesse Cooper. How are you, Jesse? Hey, I'm doing fine. Um, I finally caught my, uh, got a picture of my cat doing that weird thing he does with like only one of his ears <laughs> when he's slightly annoyed, and I'm, I'm pretty happy. That's, that's an accomplishment. It's it's. I need to have these small things, Rob. Uh, I uh, I had to take my cat <laughs> to the stupid cat hospital last night uh, because oh. he's a big dum dum. Yeah, yeah, I got that story. It's yeah. um pretty good. Yeah, cats. Pretty. F- Some cats will eat anything. He's a uh, he's a table scraps cat. We don't try to feed him, but he will eat anything, uh, including um, balloon strings, entire balloon strings. My uh Dexter got the fear of God put into him because when he was uh when he was a tiny kid he had to get a stomach pumped because he ate a bunch of a uh, uh, basically what happened before he stopped jumping uh-huh. he jumped up and uh some of my pills fell on the floor <laughs> and he ate a bunch of them so I had to get a stomach uh... pump um and uh he's never ate anything that wasn't just strictly food off the smart. floor ever again. that's smart yeah no he's he's a pretty smart cat. So. Well, this one, this one just involved a a little pulling, <laughs> a lot of pulling. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, it was. Um, yep. Yeah, it took some. Uh, it, it took some grip. Um, so, yeah. anywho, we are here to talk about animals, so this is a little bit fitting. Um, as uh, as you folks know, this is Limited Theories. We're going to talk about a comic book. Uh, in this case, we are talking about the, well, it's not Landmark. It's not Classic. It's definitely a thing that became a different thing that people now love. Uh, it's uh, it's Rocket Raccoon. Yeah, it's 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 only four issues. Which is one thing. Um, I'm not saying that as if it is good or if it's bad. I would say it's firmly in the middle. That sounds about right. But it's definitely a story that you have to read a couple of times to actually get the three lines Jesse, through. And I then- feel like you're implying there's only one story here instead of, oh, 18, 19 stories smashed into one. <sighs> So let so as as a uh, shameless cross promotion to my other podcast, 
Um, at this, at around this time, well, in 87, when the official handbook of the Marvel Universe came out, uh, Rocket was deemed important enough to have a an entry. Uh, entry. Yes, and I th- I'm pretty sure it was uh, one I did with uh, Lindsay and Daniel from 33% Pulp, who were as confused as I was when I read it. Because let's just we're we're both um we're both connoisseurs of uh com- comic book bullshit. Oh, I love um, me some comic book bullshit. No, no, no. I love it. Yeah. Okay, like I I I could wrap myself around like you know weird like retcons that involve like time travel oh. and stuff like that and like and i could do multi-dimensional stuff like i could wrap my brain around this but um this is a a story that confused me and not in the way that king does because king just well, is it, a whole nother the, thing that just is never going to make sense well but this would confuse me for a uh something that we're going to get into even even in the history of funny animal comics which has a very very long history um this is just this is this is a lot of things thrown against the wall and the hit ratio is very low Uh, let's we'll get into it we'll get into it but it does have it does have a pretty good pedigree to it at least somewhat yeah and and uh like i feel like just as a uh, to, to get people into the general idea of the comic, mm-hmm. um, this is a little bit outside of the range of your normal comic book miniseries, where it's normally just like a character focus um, of some sort, or like an intro to a character. This is no like long shot, or no, you know, something focusing on Cosmic Ghost Rider, as we say. You know, it's you know a lot of miniseries are to kind of focus on a character, maybe get them back in popularity, mm-hmm. or introduce of introduce them, especially if they're going to be pushed a lot in the future. <sighs> yeah. Hey, you know this is again. I know the eighties were the eighties, but this is really something. And and I am, as everyone knows, I'm twenty two years old. And uh, I remember when this comic book came out. No, I don't remember when it came out, and I'm not that young, but I, I do know of this. So this is right up my alley. This is something I, I was ready for. I thought I, I mean, I know the quirkiness of the 80s. This is something. Um, this is really, really a lot to take in. <laughs> and, and, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come out and say that I like it. It goes for it. I, I appreciate it. I appreciated it more than I liked it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the. I, I like the gumption. Yes, but we yes. should we should actually get yeah, into okay. it though. Right, so let's let's get into it. Let's uh, the uh, we're in the first issue of the Rocket Raccoon. What year was this? Eighty two. Eighty five. I want to yeah, say. Um, this was uh, created by um, Bill Mantlo and Keith Giffen. Uh, with story by Bill Mantlow. Pencils by Mike Mignola is, I believe, how Sean at the uh, Secret Wars and Beyond podcast told us. Or or as I, because I'm a good friend with uh, with Mike. Uh, Mike Steel Magnolias. Oh, yes. Mike Steel Magnolias. Uh, See, we're just such good friends. I've only known him as Mike, man. We don't, we don't, we don't need to do the whole last name thing. Well, you know, I, I, you know, I just, I just like, you know, little uh, gentle ribbing, you know? (laughs) It's good to have that relationship with someone. Uh, the inks are by Al Gordon, uh, colors by Christy Scheel, 
Letters by Ken the Bruiser Bruzenak and editor Carl Potts. I'm not going to say Jim Shooter because he probably just looked at a page and went, yeah, whatever, it's fine. I'm going to I'm going to be like I'm going to be honest yeah. here as much as I um you can definitely tell the errors of certain of of certain like editors in chief. Sure. Oh. Yes. Um, but unless it's like the main, like the main books, I don't think the editors in chief actually really look oh, at Oh, absolutely. Them. That's why I, I yeah. like not even putting him in the equation. Like he probably had a five minute conversation about it when they was pitched, laughed a little, and then just never thought or looked at it again, except look at the cover. I'm sure he looked at every cover every month. That's, that's uh, as far as I understand editors in chief, that's a definite. <laughs> oh, and we should definitely talk about the covers because we did not do a good job. Uh, what? Oh, last time. No, oh, last, last time. time. We did I, not do I, good. It's because, um, well, I don't find the, and is, this may be heresy, but I don't find the Gotham and Gaslight cover that interesting. I don't find it that interesting either, but I do like these covers. These covers are good. I mean, again, okay, this, this is first, I mean, well, this is only third <laughs> series we've done, um, but this is two the same artist twice in a row, but vastly, just a few years away, but miles away in style. And uh, but the covers are are good, and the art is good overall. He's he's nailing what they're going for, for sure. As a uh, I don't know, like a warning. I don't know me personally. Uh, I will like something that's weird mm-hmm. that tries, yeah. even if it's not oh, yeah. great. I will I will like it pretty much which is why i like so many weird like indie movies that just nice. try and that are I, weird. I appreciate someone swinging for the fences one thousand percent and this is definitely bill mantlow uh swinging for the fences yeah. for uh, those of you who might not be familiar with bill mantlow he was kind of a middle of the road type writer but when he was when the chains were kind of let off him he, he got he did some very strange stories and this this is one of them yeah and and the cover and the cover I think does set the tone really well. Uh so you have so you have like a samurai mm-hmm. monkey with a katana that's like kind of leaping through the air. You have a like a clown with its head being shot off by rocket. Yeah, robot clown who has, looks like, yeah. Yeah. Well, you don't know that no, it yet. Does. It Look, could just be like normal wires clown. coming out. Oh, oh cool. yeah, yeah, stuff. there yeah. is. And then there's like an and then there's some more robots and it's just like rocket in the middle of the uh, middle of the page, and it has like this very eighties like color palette, very. which is you, which is like with the like blacks and pinks and like just oranges and like something that like I legitimately want more of in comics with that color palette because like the stars because it goes from like a sunset yeah, with sun, like pink the sunset and then, is like very eighties like that's on a on a jacket. On the back of a jacket, and, and you also have like pink stars in the mm-hmm. sky. It's it's a pretty good cover. Yeah, it's a good cover and good logo too. And name is the name Rocket Raccoon is so ridiculous. I will say Rocket's um, he looks different than how people who only know him from the movies or from the modern comics would think. I will say that the uh, chant the like me reading a. Uh, a modern Gar- Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. book. It depends on how they draw Rocket and Groot, <laughs> like entirely. So if they go to movie, you don't like it. Well, no, no, I like okay. the movie. I like the movie. Like they have to, they have to do a fine uh-huh. line. Like they, it has to be somewhat cartoonish, but it has to have like 
a touch of realism realism yeah, to the raccoon face. The colors face. have to be like more, a, like, um, you need to have a real white has, stripe for one, yeah. Yeah, so so if you go if you go too cartoony or too realistic, either way, it just kills the mood for me. And with Groot, like, just draw a fucking walking tree, people. Don't make him a fucking Rasta person. Okay, sorry, I'm so mad about that one design. Oh, uh, that's funny. Oh, yeah, it's not a great but, one. But 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 you know, you, simplicity of Groot's yeah, design you, is part of his, yeah, like his you, charm. So. So, but I have to say, I love the designs of most of the characters and stuff in this yeah, book. Yeah, honestly. absolutely. I love no, the again, I, I think I think the art nail the art hits every single thing it's supposed to. It, it nails it. It just what it's supposed to do is so. It's just genuinely puzzling. I'm I am puzzled. Speaking of uh, puzzling, I guess we should get into the synopsis yeah. now that we gave our over. Our opening this thoughts. Is, this is very fresh for me. I just read this issue, and I've only read this issue of the comic, so although I, I think it must be pretty representative. I, I, I accidentally bought just the one single issue instead of... I was like, oh, there's one for $2 and one for $8, and now I know why. Um, yeah, one has all of them and one <laughs> <exactly>. doesn't. <laughs> me, smart host. You, dumb host. <laughs> <laughs> um so it starts off uh the story there's a lot of exposition in the story as something that is uh really fucking bizarre needs uh in a place called space wheel um which i believe and it's very hard to read from the font but i believe is a division of oivanese oivanese divinity divinity because there's a character yeah there's a divinity yeah. Okay, Divinities Inc. Um, and there's a lizard creature man uh, who's completing a project until a killer clown comes in and uh, attacks him. And he's called a killer clown because it, it literally in the book, and this I believe is after Killer Clowns from Outer Space came out, so I feel like somebody owes somebody a check. But... Um, the clown comes in, kills uh, Mr. Lizard Man, and uh, is then attacked by the simian guard, these uh, monkey guards, who say, I have to get into some specifics here, Jesse. There's no way to get around it when describing this story. Uh, it's, it's. I mean, I, I managed to. Okay, okay. So, yeah. So I managed he to. Fights in the, the, uh, the clown, killer clown, fights an army of monkeys. The army of monkeys end up destroying it. And apparently this, this whole thing is about a turf war between two toy makers on a planet that is essentially 50% insane asylum. And the insane asylum is taken care of by animals like Rocket the Raccoon, Walrus the Walrus, um, Lila the, the otter. otter, the sea otter, um, and there's a mole guy and some other animals, uh, bunnies. Um, so, and then there are also these humans. All the humans are insane on this planet, including the police who call themselves the Keystone Cops, which is the whole reason that the sector of space is called the Keystone Sector, so that Bill Mantlo can make a reference from the what thirties, forties, thirties. I mean, that that's up his alley, yeah, pretty much. So, um, you know, we were introduced to Rocket. We meet the crazy people. They have this religion that seems like he, he Bill Mantlo making fun of psychiatrists. Um, which is keeps is a running gag. 
there's a little bit of nuance to that that you don't get in the first fall that you don't get in the first right, issue. We'll, we'll get, we'll, we'll get we'll into get it. it. Okay, that's interesting then, because because it yeah. seems very like blatantly just anti psychiatry in in this one. But we'll, we'll, we we may get into that. Um, so basically, uh, the church and one of the toy makers say they have to keep a war from starting. So Rock and a Walrus go, and they meet with the other toy maker, who's this crazy guy named Jake's. And um, he's proprietor of Mayhem Mechanics. And it's then they make what they call toys, and some of these things are very deadly, and he wants to start a war. And then there's a little bit about a Bible of shrinks, which is their religion. And it becomes important <laughs> for a reason because of Uncle Pico. Oh, I love you trying to I describe can't. this. I can't, Jesse. My brain broke. I can't. I have read some really messed up comics in my life. And I, everything. And, and this is, uh, so the Bible becomes a really big part of the story. So religion, I think, is going to be a running theme throughout this, which is freaking bizarre. Um, there's also an element of servitude because the animals rocket many times says that he can't, he doesn't understand how there could be a different life and doesn't understand things like money. And it's, and, and they're basically servants for the, for the humans, which is weird. Um, and, uh, everybody then, uh, decides that they're going to, uh, uh, the one toy maker decides that he's going to take over Lila's vast empire of riches uh, by marrying her. And to do that, he's got to get Ixnay on uh, Rocket A. Is that about it, Jesse? Nope. I think I think you did an admiral job. I uh, I may have read this several times, so I had a good grasp of everything. Because yeah. because more things pop out the more you read it, because it's. A lot. <laughs> it's easy to get lost in the details, like the uh, the entire song um, that is sung by the killer clown to the tune of uh, Chim Chim Cheri. Yes. The entire, like, two pages of lyrics. It gets easy to get lost in those kind of details and lose the bigger picture because there's a lot of puns also. Uh, uh Oh, the cl- the killer clowns only uh, only speak they in only rhyme. Only speak in rhyme, but if you actually read it from the moment that the mon- one monkey says "chim chim tree," everything can be read to the tune of that song from Mary Poppins. And I know this because I have a child, and he is currently obsessed with Mary Poppins, and so we listen to the soundtrack all the time. This is "Commitment to a Bit" by Bill Mantlo. Um, well, yes, it is. Um, and you know what? Uh, I, I applaud. Yeah, this, I I give it to him, but holy cow, holy cow. This is, I don't know Bill Mantlo. I I know that, uh, his, he, he was in a tragic accident and it's still alive, but, or wait, has he died since he's been in a certain state where he can't really communicate for a long time. And, um, I don't know the guy. This is crazy stuff. <laughs> this is like, this is this is nuts. So it, it it's it's all in fun though. You would expect this to be more perverse, and it never really goes that way. I I feel it's a lot. We should get into like the actual okay, details yeah, of let's, it. Where just jump in because um, every page has 
ideas up the <laughs> up the wazoo. And also, also, so much detail on each page. Yeah, I mean, it's a very like, dense they do, story. Like the like the background. No, just the back. Like if you just take away the words and you just look at the like the backgrounds yeah. and everything. Like so much. Well, it's interesting, actually, because there are some pages where there are panels with no words associated with them that don't really flow from the story, but they're separated as different panels. And I noticed it several times, and I thought it was very cool. Oh, also, you forgot to say what the title because all these have uh, cheeky titles. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, this one's uh, Animal yeah, Crackers. Yeah, Animal Crackers. I wasn't used to having titles from the first series, but uh, yeah, Animal Crackers. Yeah, so basically you see the chief toy smith, which we don't I don't think you ever get a name for him, actually, if I'm remembering. Uh, but he's in Space Space Will, which is a which is a division of Divinity's um Inc., which is one of the toy right. smiths. So, I mean one of the toy mm-hmm. makers. Yeah, the two competing companies um, that make toys for the crazy people. Yeah, like it's mayhem something May- and mayhem mechanics, mayhem mechanics and uh, and space will basically, um, and uh, and you have uh, two uh, two main factions. It's uh, Jake's, mm-hmm. and that's not a that that's that's a mole. Yeah, person. he's a mole. Eh. Yeah, a mole, and then you have a uh, divine, and that's uh, divine spelt with. Uh, with wise where you would expect them to be. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they got they got there pretty quickly. I mean, this was five years before the '90s started. Yeah, and that was like expected. Oh no, yeah, well, that's true. It is. There's a lot of extreme spelling here. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, so basically, like the chief toy smith for um for divine just gets murdered by a killer android clown. Uh, yeah, it's a real uh, killer diller. <laughs> yep, as they as, as, it, as it says to itself, because it's already killed the other person in the room. I mean, yeah. a robot that well, talks to itself. <laughs> it it's like it like if you look at like the toy it's making, it looks like it's making like a gesture thing. Yes. Like it was just about to put like a another eye in, and like it sees the it sees the killer clown, which does look very Pennywise just without with like. Looks very Pennywise, yes. uh, but it uh, looks different colors. More Spain. like different uh, colors. Other than the color, again, color wise, it's very Killer Clown from outer space. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, and, and and that that one, I know which panel you're looking at. It is very, uh, very Pennywise. Yeah, and and one thing I do like as well is that there's like a, a storybook narration panels throughout the entire book a as lot. well. <laughs> yeah, a lot, and I, I like, like the it. font. Uh, it's a good lettering. It's actually very good lettering. It's cla- very, very, very good. Know, especially lettering. this is hand lettering, which is crazy. It's great. It's been a while. So do you want? Do you want to read? Do you want to uh, read off the chimp? No, chim- I uh, don't. Chim- <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure you have to because you mentioned it. <sighs> chim chim tree was at the alarm. Then I I, I better leave quick before I come to harm. Too late, I'm surrounded. I know what to do. I take a good look, chimps. Monkey see, monkey stew. <laughs> and this, and this is a great panel because, like, you just like the the clown has like a shooting <sighs> a gun and then like a like a finger blast and it says like 
Uh, like I, I love, I love like the hands, like hand illustrated uh, sound effects a oh, lot. Wow! And because this is like we skipped past free zap. We skipped yeah, past one of the best too on the previous oh, page. Oh yeah, Wait. where the clown throws Doctor Lizard against the wall, and it goes snap and crackles. Two sound effects behind him. And then as his body, his dead body slumps to the floor with brains on the wall behind it, it says plop. So it says snap, crackle, plop. It's a classy book. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's so good. I love that. Like, I legitimately like this the, book the, a lot. The, the lettering and the effects and the art. But again, I am, it, I, I have to say, thinking about it, it does after it does make it seem a little better um as kind of going through it again um but i i feel like this is an american trying to write british whimsy <laughs> and i feel uh, like that doesn't always work i i think it works in this like i feel like if it wasn't fu- a funny animals thing which, by the way, when we mean funny animals, it's normally like a comic that is with a lot of anthropomorphized yeah, yeah, yeah. animals. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's funny. No. Oh, no, not at all. <laughs> I mean, Fritz the Cat could no. be considered a funny animal. Yeah, but it's it's just like a it's just a uh, form yeah. of comics that like kind of arose from the early days of comics. Yeah. Um, before superheroes got super popular and kind of just stuck yeah. around. And a lot of them were comic strips like Pogo and stuff that were a bit really influential. And I loved, for instance, in the, when I was a kid, I loved Bloom County. I read all the books, and even though I didn't get like the political references because it was years later. And so I am down for talking animal books. So again, I don't want anybody to think that I'm prejudiced against the weird things. I like weird things. So, so like basically, this clown is just like a little clowning on all these like simian monk, uh, the simian yeah. guard, or uh, but then like my personal favorite group yeah, of characters is the uh, black ba- black jack o'hare and his black bunny brigade uh, yeah, these are so these they're just badass rabbits and they just get the job done and um yeah yeah that's they're blue blue rabbits with red eyes they're pretty pretty cool yeah and and uh tell me if this sounds uh sounds like like something that happened recently but a divine feeling as if he was slighted by by another another group of people uh declared a uh, trade war yes yes, yes. Um, <laughs> that would cause a lot of actual harm to the people that he's supposed to take care now, of to be fair this one means an actual war over trade but with with shooting but, and exploding it's supposed. It was supposed to be like it was. It's uh, something. Whatever. But but we we quickly go. We quickly go to fun, fun in the uh, sun, baby. Yeah. Good so smell. so you have. So I, I love this. Um, you just have like walrus, like kind of sw- swimming yeah. around, and Ly- Ly- uh, Lila is like being like, "Hey, come swim!" And he's just like. Yeah, and Rocket is like smoking a pipe, and it's just like I'm trying to make sense of some of these symbols scrawled here in the Half World Bible. Yeah, and he like he's trying to read it, 
Like, apparently none of the animals has been able to read it. <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, it's like um, the golden plates. Uh, no, well, la- well, later later it is referred as the Gideon Bible. Oh, yeah. In a lot of later stuff. Mm. Okay, but... Um, oh, but that's because like, of the have... song, Jesse. Oh. Oh, wait, there's Beatles references, too. I got to keep track of in this book. There's so many references. So I don't know if this is supposed to be like, <clears throat> like coy, like coy or anything. But like Lyra's like, you know, dressed oh, up and like this a cloak is and everything. To be, yes, coy. A hundred percent. Yeah. And like she, and, and like she, and she takes off like her clothes, but she's an animal. So it's right. just like, it's yeah. whatever. But, but I think it's supposed to like hint at like. Skinny yeah, dipping? no, they're being cheeky. They are. Yes. No, they really are. It's like, oh, they're going to be a little naughty. Like, she totally does a seductive taking off the robe from the back uh, like shot. And then she's naked. But she's just a sea otter. So, it's a joke. <laughs> yeah, and, and like, you know, they splash each other. And it's all nice Which and I fun. Do. Oh, that's what's going here. I appreciate that. I'm still weirded out by Rocket's very huge, uh, very furry thighs. I mean, he's just, he's just a thick he, boy. He, I mean, he is a thigh I master. Mean, thick, thick thighs save lives, okay? <laughs> and those thighs have a lot of saving to do. <laughs> oh, what has this book brought us to? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want, I don't want to a bird cast, but there's one panel here that seems very cheeky that I might be bringing up later as well okay but but like basically like you know uh uncle russ or uncle uh, wall like you know he gets dressed by and um apparently has like a robot arm or something that yeah. can like in a bag in, like, a, in a bag and he has like prosthetic tusks and the robot arm and it puts on mechanical tusks yeah and uh and you see it then that's when the like the keystone <sighs> key co- keystone cops in come a in. jalopy and, and everything too it's like and and they crash into the they crash into like the little grotto yeah, they were right into the they're morons oh and I think also well they're 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 loonies <laughs> yes that everyone's he's... crazy so they give the cra- some crazy people jobs because that helps them because it makes them be happy, happy. Basically. and that's the whole thing is about making sure they don't they don't get uh and they don't fall into melancholy yeah and um and also I think this is also supposed to be cheeky as well well like when the key Keystone cops like crash in like lila or Ly- uh, lila is like kind of just like going away like coquettishly like she's trying oh, to she cover is, herself i think but also she has that pose of like if she was petting her own hair which is common in art too but she doesn't have she just has fur so she has no dangling hair they do think there's a modesty thing going on there and, and i love and i love like what rocket because rocket's basically like the protector of uh, like he's like yeah, the cop. he's like this he's the uh green lantern of this sector well which also means he's a bastard so i have to hate him for the rest of that uh, for the rest <laughs> hey, but whatever man he's he's cool he's one of the cool cops hey why are you arresting me man yeah he told the cops to track the snail gang to their lair and and that you know that got them you know that kept them busy for a very long yeah. time, and they felt very accomplished that they were. Yeah, they you were know, following a trying snail. to. Yeah, but but they found out that a killer clown assassinated the toysmith of Lord Divine, uh-huh. and they and they uh, did their job and went to the police chief and told him what yep. was happening. Yep. 
Yep. And uh, and then, you know, he pretty much sends them off. Hey, you need to find those snails. Because <laughs> he doesn't want them to actually be responsible in any way for anything. Because they are crazy people. Yeah, and and this and it gets into like uh, the weirdness of what this world is, basically. Yeah, the here. religion really drops you in fast. Well, well, let's get to let's get to the uh, the the surface layer, and then we'll dive in. Because um, because there's a lot of exposition, and I kind of just want to dive into it as um, it, at the layers that make more sense. Then I'll get into the things that does make sense. So uh, basically, uh, the way this is set up. The, this world is set up is it's called Half World, which is still mentioned a lot with Rocket Raccoon. Um, like I think it's actually mentioned in the book. I mean, in the movies is as it? well, that it was from Half Half World. It's canon, I know, in the comics. Like this is uh, to a degree, at least, it's but, canon. But so, so um, without getting into stuff that is revealed a little bit later, a little bit deeper. Basically, all these uh, anthropomorphic, super-intelligent animals are taking care of what we call the Mm -hmm. loonies. Now, is this sensitive portrayal of mental illness? (laughs) No! I'm just going to get that out of the way. (laughs) But, no, but, uh, yeah. It's it's so cartoony. It's not even... Actually, actually, you know what it reminds me of? Um, I forget what it's called, but I think it's called something, something, uh, coquette. Um, but it's a fridge film. Okay. 2,000 years later. But it's, it's known as a cuckoo's mm-hmm, nest, basically. Mm-hmm. On the green right, side. The, the forest and side. All the these, and all these animals are taking care of the loonies. Um, where they, they're trying to keep them entertained so they do not become melancholic and it's a very delicate balance that they have to and that's why these toy makers are so important yeah because they make the toys the insane asylum for the galaxy i don't even think it's insane asylum for the galaxy it's just like a weird like world where there was a bunch of like humans that's true is which i could be i mean this again i've only read the first issue but this could be totally a post-apocalyptic yes and i I don't want to get into stuff so far off in the future because i'll tell you what now now can i talk about what this i think this movie is just like okay this is a comedy version of the 70s sean connery movie zardoz and it's played for comedy it's it is a strange land full of crazy people um and with you know people fighting for control uh, which happens in Zardoz, uh, and <laughs> and then Rocket becomes uh, what's his name? Sean Connery. The uh, oh, what's his name? He's got a ponytail. It's a great look. Um, but it it is. I found it very reminiscent of that in how it's just a lot of ideas from John Borman's head in that case, just put up there and just completely fearless. And they got someone to pay for it. They got Marvel Comics to write to, to publish this book. It's um, it is there is a lot of appeal to it in that sense. So anyway, I think it's like Zardoz. You should you should watch Zardoz if you haven't. Oh, I have watched Zardoz. I'm. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no mm. on that one, and only because there is not uh, there's not a, a scene where Rocket is forced to watch 
uh, porn, basically, <laughs> and everyone looks at him while he gets yes, a boner. That's true. That's true. But that did actually happen to Sean Connery in a movie, people. So look up Zardoz at your local public library. Nope, I found it. <laughs> well, I mean, I found his boner because it's like right there. Everyone's looking sure, at Sure, no, everyone um, in the room is like, oh, check that out. Because it's, it's part of the story that everyone's impotent. Oh, I got, uh, by the way, I got the, I got the time period yeah. wrong. Um, it's the end of uh, World, World War One. There's still, there's still, there's still, he's still. What's um, the title? Is it Coquette? It's ex. No, it's oh, no. It has different uh, names, but the but the uh-huh. English the name that came out uh, when it was you know brought over to America was uh, King of Hearts, and he's basically made the uh. king by uh, like it's a a British person was made basically. Made I don't the know king this. This is that of, sounds of, fascinating. It is. It's really interesting. Yeah. I'm gonna watch it, and maybe we could watch it and talk maybe. about it because I think it was. Like, we could do that instead of a one-shot. We're shot. never going to get through this book if we keep talking about movies. We're, ne- we're never going to, but it reminded me of it, and I wanted no, no. to watch it again. I thought that okay, was good. It is true, because it's an entire society uh, that is uh, insane people. And then the other side of the planet is all, like, metal and robots building things for these people. Yeah. And um, and so so that's the yeah. first layer. Okay, but then there's then there's a um, I would say the priest cast. I would almost mm-hmm. say yeah, because there's where the mind uh, his his mindlessness. Yeah, um, who they basically have a church called uh, an ancient chapel called the Emissions Ward, and they all like they all like basically worship the half world Bible and like they they dance in like straight jackets. Yeah. And, and they everything. hope to ascend one and, day to be shrinks. Yeah, and um and I like uh I like that like one of them, like while they're dancing. Also they have the like the one who flew over the cuckoo's oh, nest well, thing. Because sure. it's yeah, called cuckoo's there's nest, a lot of course. Cuckoo's nest. Yeah. But it says like, no, I'm condemned to be uncommitted, <laughs> basically. So it's just like it's like this weird like and I think they can maybe even read it as well. I I think they're all trying to. I don't. That's know. kind of what I got. I think a they're sense trying of, to. Is that everyone's trying to? I don't know if I got if they were really more capable than the animals, to be honest. Yeah, but it's it's a really interesting setup for yeah. for a book because like we're not that far well, in. Again, I think this is and, and this is one of the Zardoz parallels where you're just dropped into this <laughs> insane world that doesn't make any sense. Um, but this is a far more common version of it. Also, Rocket doesn't like do multiple rapes. Either. That is true, not to young ladies or old ladies. So Rocket has that on yeah. Sean Connery and Zardoz. And also, also he doesn't ride on a horseback in like a in a weird like Borat type thong thing um, with like a know. gun Some chasing down shots, people to kill he's them. He's got a little bit of a moose knuckle. <sighs> I don't know. I mean, I'm focused on those thighs. He's yeah. really got big, big furry. Th- I can't tell if it's all fur or muscle. I mean, I'm, as I said, thick thighs save lives, and he's involved, and he has to he has to deal with a lot of lives. <sighs> but but yeah, so basically, uh, the uh, basically divine is like, yo, Jake's has these killer clowns. He's making killer clowns. Um. Yeah, so he appeals to the uh, people in charge. Yeah, which is uh, yeah. Rocket. Uh, 
because he needs those toys uh, in order to, you know, keep everyone happy. So they go on. Uh, they go on his uh, rocket ship. Yes, the uh, <laughs> the rock ra- the rock and rock and ruin. And it's uh, a it's R A K K N and then mm-hmm. ruin rock and ruin. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, they then they kind of like go over to the um, like while they're like kind of rocketing over to the other side. They they kind of uh, go over a little bit more. Again, this is a lot of a lot. Yeah, of- they basically give you the lowdown, a little bit about the planet and where it's at. You know that the other side of the planet's all industrial and making all the stuff for the other side, and so that's where they're traveling to. And then there's this whole sector of other planets that you kind of quickly learn about, and you learn that the Hulk passed through at one point. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I read. I, I have the. I have the. Um, the mm-hmm. the trade that has both the very first uh, appearance of Rocket Raccoon, which is very different. Yeah. by the way, very <laughs> different. You know, you get like the robots are building this giant humanoid rocket. Oh yeah, ship. yeah, yeah. Okay, I, yeah, yeah I, that's building obviously to something. Yeah. But oh we don't yeah, know it why. does. Um, yes. And, and like, you get to see, like, some of the other animals, because, like, once he gets over to uh, Mayhem Mechanics, you see, like, a little rat with a tiny little, tiny little uh, submachine yeah, gun little, with yeah, some grenades and stuff. Yeah, a little like, on a, on a big thing of trash, on a pile of trash, old robot parts. Yeah, and it's just, I love, I love that. I love that little rat. I like to imagine rat. he's I'm the just John like, Connor of that side of the planet, trying to free all the other like, rats. What I like to imagine is I like to imagine that he's a uh, that he's a socialist revolutionary <laughs> and he's going to take a, and he's going to throw down capitalism because that's what we need in this world. We need rats with tiny guns <laughs> taking over capitalist strongholds. Um, no, no, they'll never defeat the meowists. Thank you, thank you. Okay, um, that was half pity, half actual laugh. <laughs> I'll take that half but, and uh, half. Wow, I was not expecting. Yeah, but that. yeah. So, so at this point, we pretty much get, uh, you know, they go over to Mayhem Mechanics and they go into a mole hole. <sighs> and we get a little bit more as well uh, about about kind of like the backstory. Yeah, yeah, like a lot of backstory. Because like, yeah, because Lord Divine, Lord Divine is basically like, ha ha ha, I did that so we could start a war. He basically stole a killer clown and then sucked. Yeah, it's a double double it reverse. On. It's a classic, been done in everything ever. And There's at least um, four Star then, Trek episodes with the same plot. <laughs> and you also learned that uh, uh that uh Lyra 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 Lana Lyra 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 Lyra. We'll pick one. Lyra Lyra. Lyra, yeah, it's Lyra. Lyra. Okay. But you also learned that uh, Lyra is basically in charge of the fortune yeah. of Jake's. The, like she's like the owner so or something. I did. I didn't really all get that. These animals. A lot of these animals are related. So even though they're different species, so like Walrus is her uncle, and she also has an uncle Pico, who is yes. a lizard. Or is he? A, is it turtle or, or a lizard? Turtle, turtle, turtle. It's a okay. turtle. He's right, a turtle. He's a turtle. Turtle guy. So, which I found a little confusing because there's a lot of lizard and turtle people um, at first. Yeah. So it turns out I think her father was like the head of this planet before, 
but she he died while she was young so he gave his steward is this uh is this um jake's guy and so jake says he just controls the fortune until she's of age or 18 or what does do they say 18 in here but just you know when she's grown up it's like a trust fund kid she's got to wait for it to kick in you get the uh the uh the foreshadowing that the uh only animal that's able to actually read the half world bible is uncle pika turtle turtle man yeah turtle man and um like apparently he like steals the um he steals the Bible <laughs> for briefly and then puts a well, pop-up and book. And what's interesting and is that there's a jester's head in the pop-up book, exactly like the jester that was being built by the master or whatever, the chief uh, toy maker. Yeah, and and uh, Lyra, uh, she realizes this. And then like she's just like, okay, I'm going to get my gun. I'm going to be like, okay, what's happening here? Yeah, she does. She does immediately go for the gun, which I do appreciate. Um and she's no it, shrinking violet. I like Okay, so I'm I'm going to I'm going to have to ask you this cuz I don't know I don't know if this is a I don't know if this is supposed to be like a subversion or like a like a joke or something. But basically like you know, she sees like okay, so we need to get the bible back because you know, these priests, you know, these priest class um they they need right. this book yep. basically. This is, this is the happy. holy book. Yeah. Yeah, so so I'm just gonna read her thoughts a, here. Yeah. Okay, so word a word of the theft of the Half World Bible could sink the loonies into a, leth- a lethal despondency. Mm-hmm. I shall alert my beloved Rocket, but there's no time. That Pico must be long gone by the uh, would be long gone by the time Rocket arrives. I guess I'll just have to act alone. Yes. She basically She's she gets grabbed, grabbed. From behind. Like when she, right after she says, "I guess I'll have to act alone." Is this supposed to be like a subversion of like, like you know, like the one person barely makes it out when they should have called someone to, for backup? Um, no. Or, I, I oh, think she thinks she's thinking this literally that she just doesn't have time because she knows Rocket's on this mission and she's a she's gonna uh, she's she's gonna take care of the job. Yeah, well, she gets yeah. kidnapped. I mean, but she's totally uh, not to give her too much uh, credit because the writers do make her one hundred percent a damsel in distress by the end of this issue. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then like you know, there's uh, like Uncle uh, Uncle uh, Wall and Rocket there on the the rack and mm-hmm. ruin, and they're you know heading through space, um, and. This is where uh, we get into, I think, the most frenetically drawn, like, I've seen, like, it's, it's, I like it. Don't get me, I like it a lot. There's a lot to describe here, though. There, there is, there's some great panels, and then there's some panels that are um, partially ruined by the writing, <laughs> I would argue. The nuts pun is one of, is, is almost a hate crime. Uh, oh, you're. Uh, I can't see. You're not white, so I can't. I can't pull that card. <laughs> Crap! As I said previously, we are the only La La- Latinx, Latinx comic-based podcast. 
on the internet. Oh. So, so I can't pull There's that William White. So I you can't say something's some, a high some crime. Guys <laughs> no, 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 no. We are the only <laughs> Latinx comic podcast. <laughs> All right. If you say, if we say it enough, it becomes true. All right. Yes. We are the first so, and only. <laughs> yeah. So so we have uh so the psycho circus. Okay. Yep. Comes like and there and it's like Jake's is like being like surrounded Which, and everything. Uh what psycho circus them? immediately makes me think of Rob Zombie. Yep. Yeah, and um And the do, ICP. Do you want to do you want to describe what some of these look like? They don't stay on screen it's for that long. A, a real a real shame. So um, there's basically okay. an, an army of attackers, and many of which are clowns. So you have your clowns. There's clowns with, uh, well, hammers, giant hammers and guns and hoops of fire. Um, and then there are animals. Uh, oh, and, and then at least one with, like, a staff. And then there are killer animals with uh, mech suits, one of which is a bear and one of which is a lion. And the lion is just holding a spiked ball. Yeah, it's just ball. holding a spiked ball. He doesn't have a stick like a mace, and he doesn't have a chain like a mace and chain. No, but he's holding the ball in his fist. One of them has, has a, a mace. Because he has so, a mech suit. Well, well, no, no, no. What I'm saying is one of, like, one of the clowns have a mace, so we know they oh, have the they technology. they certainly do, yes. He has, he has a mace. But no, I think this is just the lion's preferred way to attack. Like, he just likes, I may be, like, slowly pushing it mm-hmm. into people. I think punching Maybe. with it. You know, just kind of spiking people well, with it. I don't think it's punching if, like, the palm, it goes out first. It's kind of like... It's a, more of a strike yeah, at that point. Yeah, like, like a strike. Uh-huh. I like, that's the right way to put it. It's, a, it's, it's like, like a, something a guy in like the a, raid would do. You know, you hit someone with your, with your, with the, the palm of your fist straight forward. But imagine if you have a spike in your hand, man. It'd be even cooler. I imagine, I imagine that, uh, like, Moon Knight would do something like that. Like, he'd pick up, no. like, the head of, like, a mace and then shove it into someone's uh, face. Like I don't know. That, that sounds a little too cool for Moon Knights. Oh. <laughs> have, you read, have you read the Warren Ellis Moon Knight? Oh, God, no. No. It's fucking Listen, good. Listen, I am a, a Warren Ellis fan from way back uh, the days of the Warren Ellis Forum. Uh, and, uh, even that, that was too Warren Ellisy looking for me. <laughs> Don't read it. It's so he's good. In a suit. No. For some of it. He's also, he's also in a, like a, he's also in a ghost punching costume that's made out of the bones of an ancient bird. All right. It's good. Right. I will read, read it. it. It's, it's six issues. And, I mean, they always have six issues. Sales. I will read it. I will read it. Six issue. We might we might cover just that because I want you to fucking read it. <laughs> there's there's a whole there's an issue where there's less than ten uh, speech oh. bubbles and it's just the rain. I still think we can manage to With talk for fifty night. minutes about it. Yeah. No, we can. No, like no, it's it's like it's it's oh, it's so good. But but like there's there's a there's a moment where like his like his like his uh his the Billy Club thing he uses for um. For swinging, it's broken. So, uh, because like someone punches through it once he uh, like blocks with it. So what he does is he he ejects like the jagged part into uh, like up into someone's underneath someone's chin, like while he's like beating people up on the uh, stairs. It's so right. good. You okay, got sorry. Me with a little of the old ultra violence, Jesse. I'll uh, okay, check it out. It's, 
But back to it's, the cartoon okay. violence. But speaking, speaking, yeah. But like Rocket is a fucking oh, yeah. badass. Yeah, like he's you would flying expect. around. He's shooting. He is. He's wearing rocket boots or skates or whatever they call them. But uh, they're, they're he's pretty awesome. And and Uncle Uncle Wall is just a goddamn goddamn corny person. <laughs> yeah, he's he's because uh, like. Because he's like, you know, trying to, he's trying to fix the, the ship. And at one point he says, oh, I love to repair by the rocket's it's red glare. It's really, really bad. That some of the dialogue in here is just awful. But, you know, some of it's great. But then <laughs> he does have tusks that shoot giant missiles. So, or space rays or whatever the hell it is. But it makes an awesome foom sound. Yeah, and, and then like, uh. Like it pretty much, it's pretty much it's pretty much done after that. Like you kind of get a little bit more where um, Uncle Pico is like being confronted by Jake's and uh, Rocket. Yeah, it kind of turns out that Uncle Pico has been plotting this whole thing behind the scenes. Yeah, and um, so like uh, it's not Lyra, it's it's Lila. 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 I don't know Lila. Lila. Lila, Lila. Yeah, why are we saying Lyra? It's all your Just, fault, Jesse. I don't no, know. I, I said it it's too. my <laughs> fault. Yeah, no, but it's it's Lila, it's Lila. Lila, um, Lila, but you, Lila. But you see that. But Lila. you see that. Like uh, Lord Divine is is going to try to make like uh, Lila yeah, his Mary. as well as uh, Mayhem yeah, Mechanics. Marry him so yeah. that he can be heir to the Mechanics fortune. And then um, you get a uh, hint of what's going to happen it next. It's a good last panel. Yeah, it was a yeah. great last panel because, like, Rocket is just like he goes from like yeah. surprise because he's just like, what? "What? We can't do that. Yeah. That like like we can't do that. Like we need to keep the loonies and, happy." Plus, there's a little of that, and there's a little like my girl. He does say my. Well, I mean, no, a no, lot. it goes from that. <laughs> well, but 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 she also says my my love as true. well. So they're 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 that each other's. True. It's it's doesn't seem possessive either way. It's they they both love each other I bet a lot. They are just crazy in bed. Just <sighs> I don't want to. Th- I don't think they're compatible. But I, I think don't want to talk about that. That's what he's talking yet. about when oh. he says he's really going to make his fur fly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he also has those thick thighs. <laughs> but but he goes <laughs> no. But he goes from but he goes from like surprise to like I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna kill I'm gonna kill some kill some some lizards um but uh but we get a uh hint uh, well we get the title of the next one the mask of the red breath mm. bum, bum, i gotta bum. say the the dual pun of he's gonna really make his fur fly plus that is a little it's gilding the lily they should have it should have been one or the other it's because yeah, it, so otherwise as an ending i was like okay i'm i'm into this you know rocket's pissed he's got a reason to fight and uh but um it's promising a lot of bad puns in the future <laughs> oh there's lots <laughs> so yeah that's 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 a lot of the details with rocket um why don't we talk a little bit about what we liked about the book in particular um since this is a quite a different book than Cosmic Ghost Rider, uh, we thought we'd have different categories this time. Um, Jesse, what was uh, what was your first category for this? So I decided that we're going to do uh, cuddliest animal and mangiest animal. <laughs> All right. Well, which would you like to start with? 
Uh, let's do let's do mangiest. Okay. All right. First, I I this this I went through a range of emotions mostly because I thought that some two people were the same characters for a while in this book. I thought Pico and um, uh, Divine were Lord the same Divine? person for a little oh. bit. For a little bit. A little bit. Half the book. 75%. Um, well, Pico comes in halfway through. So just for a few pages. But um, I would say Pico is not in a, a likable, lovable character. He looks like Hans I'm going to agree with <laughs> I'm go- I'm gonna agree with you. At first, I was gonna say like the uh, the frog man, and I love frogs. Don't sure. get me wrong, I love frogs. I just I just I can't I can't see myself one no. to like you know pick up this frog and like kiss it no, on his forehead. It's like uh, it's like all the things they've ever described Hans Moleman on The Simpsons as. He's like like a like a wrinkled peanut. Like he's just not cute or cuddly or even like exotic like a Skeksis. He's just a gross kind of turtle man. <laughs> <laughs> so I would I would call him the mangiest. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the frog person that shows up in like three panels. Okay. But that's you fair. know that's me. Yeah. Um. And I think th- and I think you already have an idea uh, what my what my cuddliest animal is. I think I do, is. and I know what mine is, but I think we may differ on this one. Yeah. So mine mine is the uh, mine is the rat with the submachine <laughs> gun and the grenade that just looks like he's about to over overthrow he, he's a, on a tyrant, pile so. of dead robots it's pretty great it's it's, it's, it's pretty, pretty good like that's i think that's what we need and like it's real 2019 uh, mood absolutely this is this is see <laughs> it's the mouse the rat for our times <laughs> you know like i like and again i i love me i love raccoons i love mm-hmm. rats i love i love a yeah. lot of these animals don't get me wrong um i love bunnies as well um but but like i feel like um i feel like it really you know, him and Rocket, like, just are real, like, you know, 2019 vibes, you know, just try to keep sane, <laughs> distract yourself, and, you know, maybe kill a bunch of clouds. Yeah, no, and I, I, uh, I, I would love to see their, their continuing stories of where Rocket just flies and, over him in a ship. <laughs> as my, one of my favorite memes that I had, well, not even memes, image macros that I had, it was just a bunch of raccoons with, uh, with, like, light shining in their eyes so it's like mm-hmm. kind of red mm-hmm. and like their eyes look weird it just says uh it just just says eat trash and be free and i feel like that rat's <laughs> like really uh, imbi- just really Im- just embodying yeah. it said it before he's living his best life yeah i i am gonna go with my cuddliest it's a cliche yeah, but i'm going with uh, lila or lila whatever her name is she is a she can talk about coquettish. She is a saucy little minx who may actually be related to the minx. I don't know, but she's uh, she's adorable. Wouldn't want to like oh, sh- like cuddle and you know pet her. Yeah, and like and and uh, oh wait, I need to I need to find the the otter. The, an, an, a very famous otter uh, recently passed away and it had the <laughs> best obituary. Me, a very famous otter. It's Otter in Portland. <laughs> it's still not helping. Um, it's like in Roadhouse where there's a very famous bouncer. It's just not something that exists in nature. Okay, okay. So, okay, sorry. This is the best obituary. It was in, it was in uh, the Oregonian. <laughs> and, um, okay, so Oregon Otter, known for slam dunking and self-pleasuring, dies at oh. age 20. <laughs> self-pleasuring. <laughs> Uh, maybe he's got the light we're all looking so, for. So this, 
His name, it was Andy the Otter, and it just loved slam dunking and just masturbating in front of people. I'm going to say that Otter is living its best just life. Just like Patrick Ewing. Well, it did. No, it did. It, it lived did. its we best life so you, hard. Andy, Andy Otter. No, no, no. Eddie, Andy Otter. Oh, yeah. Andy was his yeah, unscrupulous so. brother. He was in jail a lot. It was. Yeah. They don't like to talk about him. Yeah, he 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 did the opposite of slam dunking. He dealt drugs <laughs> and shamefully masturbated in the corners of places he shouldn't have. Well, I did JC Pennies. <laughs> it was weird, very weird. Yeah, you never see him, but you hear him, and it's just gross. <laughs> I might cut that out. That's almost too know. too much. I don't know. That's our brand right there. <laughs> but but uh, Eddie, but like you know, but like. I don't know. I just uh, we should all aim to be Eddie. I I to... salute Eddie. <laughs> yeah, but um, I don't know. I just wanted to no, break that up. I appreciate <laughs> it. I, there's there's that... not going to be any apologies necessary for talking about animals in any way oh. while we talk about this book. Oh, you know what we should do? We should bring up. We should take turns bringing up our favorite animal, <laughs> real life oh. animal. On these and just talk about them. <laughs> Preferably famous. I just this like talking about animals. Turning into a very different podcast. I'm sorry. I like animals and I like it when I like they're good. Too. No, I do. My Facebook has slowly over time become just animal pictures. It's. I I mostly I I, I follow two things: people people looking into really depressing white ring and alt right stuff, and cat pictures. It's. <laughs> whiplash every time i'm just oh look at this cat oh no <laughs> oh no <laughs> oh the other cat oh life is go- oh oh god god no god. oh i hope i i hope i hope when global warming happens all the cats are okay because us humans oh, don't deserve worry. to die the cats will feast on all of us <laughs> i hope i hope dexstar loves the taste yeah. of my flesh when yeah. i die um so uh yeah what's what's the other uh so i guess we should do favorite favorite panel uh, yeah favorite panel for me um actually is a completely non sequitur panel that i thought was just very pretty as a uh, rocket and walrus uh fly through space there's a delightful picture of the uh, keystone quadrants which is there's a it's the planet uh, half world with its moons and its stars all around it and there's no words in the panel and it's just uh Really great eighties art, comic art. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with a backup, and then I'm gonna tell you that uh, okay, my actual up. favorite one. Back so the backup is, is um, right after yeah, back back, backup for <laughs> all right. <laughs> so so uh so it's right after like Rocket gets like you know he stops being a nerd and stops trying to read <laughs> and like it's just him him holding uh, Ly- uh mm-hmm. Lila. Uh, and he says, and she, Lila says, uh, won't you join us, Uncle Wall? And like her and Rocket are like kind of frolicking. Literally frolicking. In, in the meadow. Or, that is what they're doing. Yeah. And he says, I uh, don't think that would be appropriate, my dear. And I have a feeling like he felt like he was asking for like no, a free or something. Oh, no. She's innocent. She's not even of age to get her fortune. He's just—he's—he's uh, he's an older man. He's—he's he's the. Uh, oh no! You kids have fun. I'm gonna sun and eat some fish. Yeah, it's probably that. But uh, like when I first read, it, I'm just like, "Oh, you dirty dog, you." <laughs> um, no, but I think my—I think my actual favorite 
though, would have to be uh, the Club. one where. No, no, not that one. But it'd have to be where Jake's is like in the middle with the psycho circus. Oh, like, all those all those. Them, yeah. It, yeah, it's, it's really good. It's, it's really it's good. It's a very fun panel. It, now that, if the whole book had been more of that, you know, maybe it, rather than 80 different stories, I, it, it just hasn't hit me yet. Maybe next issue, Jesse. Maybe next issue. Um, oh, don't expect consistency. I'm not expecting anything. <laughs> I gotta be honest. <laughs> but I'll be happy. I'll, I'll, I'll hopefully be happy with what I get. And um, I didn't think of a secret question, by the way. Oh, um, no, I forgot about secret questions. They're just too secret. But I guess if you were if you were on this world, what animal would you be? Oh, see, I think what I would be. You don't get to be a loony. You have to be an animal. Well, not human. I think I'd be like a like a toad, but like a fat toad. A toad. Okay. Yeah, just a fat toad. I kind of just kind of sit around. I like the sitting know, around. Maybe. Yeah. Um. Maybe. I uh, see. I like to see myself as a like a toad, but also maybe a. Uh, I, I, maybe it's just me. I don't know why I'm just like just a fat version of this animal. But that's all I'm thinking. Maybe I have body dysmorphia. <laughs> I don't know about it. <laughs> I think I'm a toad. <laughs> What's wrong with me, doctor? Um. Yeah, so I'm thinking that's actually kind of hard. You, you do you you answer you well, say an answer. And I would be a a skunk, a skunk who's who's really kind of into the ladies, but but is always respectful and uh, never never touches them without asking permission or making sure that they're on a consensual date together and uh, really treating them with respect. That's that's who I would be. Oh, okay. Um, I think, hmm, see, I'm trying to be honest with mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. I think uh, you're overthinking it. I think you're th- thinking Jaboa? about this. Can I say Jaboa? I, oh, which one's a Jaboa? One of those? Uh, look them up. Look them up. They're like kangaroo. They're not kangaroo rats. Those are different. But they're like, think of like mice with like, okay. just look them up. Jaboa? Real quick. Jaboa. Right. Yeah. Jaboa. But they're like, but they're like, think of like a mouse, like a mouse uh-huh. body, but like, just like really long legs. Is it Jebo or Jerboa? Jerboa. I got it. I got it. It's kind of like a kangaroo yeah. mouse. Yeah, I'd be like Does one of those, have, but like, wait, where but just, are its front arms? It's, it, they're just regular Weird. mouse arms. Oh, it's got these massive like kangaroo legs. Yeah, but or, they're not kangaroo rats. I know, Those I are know, different. These, these are, are like are... super skinny bird legs on a on a mouse. But he's got little normal mouse feet up front. It looks like an ATST Imperial Walker <laughs> with a tail. But but like I think I, I think what I, I think what would uh what I would be is I'd be mm-hmm. one of those. I like it. Um uh, I'd have like a messed up one of my legs would be kind of messed up. Okay. Odd but, choice. But but like uh but um but you know, I like but I like hopping around and I and I'd I'd be friends with all, all the right. loonies. I would definitely be in with the loonies. They they, they seem like a yeah. pretty harmless crazy bunch as far as crazy people yeah. go. I'm done. So um yeah, I th- 
uh, can you think of any other um Honestly, that's a Can lot for issue else? one. Let's let's save it up a little bit. Uh, I think we're going to need it to get through this series. Uh, I mean, maybe. <laughs> you diminishing returns? Is that what I'm sensing here? No, 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 no. It's not diminishing. It's returns. more and more and more. It, it's more and more and more. <laughs> right. Well, I I I think we should we should definitely be back with some exciting rocket raccoon action soon, Jesse. Okay. You have anything to plug? Uh, yeah. I have another podcast called Alphabet Ooh. Flight. And if you want to hear like a very condensed version of this story, you can listen to my Rocket Raccoon episode. Yeah, and, well, and with we... Lindsay and Daniel, too. That's a good episode. Yeah. Um, let's just say that they're both not super comic-versed, <laughs> and I was confused on that one. So... <laughs> I bet the second you hit Walrus, there was a lot of, huh? Oh, no, no. Not even oh, mentioned. Really? Huh. No. That's like the only guy I knew. The only person whose name I actually knew of his crew. Huh. Okay. Yeah, but but uh, but yeah, and I also have a podcast called um, Creepy Critters, where I talk about cryptids and sometimes SCPs. Yes, uh, socially conscious pers- persons. No, secure, contain, protect. Secure, contain. Uh, I myself have a few podcasts, but I'll tell you this time about, um, Interrupted Tales, um, which is at interruptedtales.com and a bunch of other places and anywhere you get podcasts. We read a story and make jokes. Uh, it's like Mystery Science Theater for very weird, very old short stories. So check it out and follow us on Twitter, uh, for this podcast at Limited Theories and also on Instagram at Limited Theories. I think that's about it. Okay. What's our sign off for this? I was going to say, um, oh, I'm going to get that leg. Well, well no, oh, no, I have one. one. No, okay. I have one. No. Oh, my. Oh, my. It's time to die. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>